0: Hi, um, I'm gonna finish these crackers. Fuck. Soda crackers go stale pretty good. I got stale soda crackers much better than a regular soda cracker. This is Worm Jelly Podcast. If you're just joining us, I ate a microwave duck sandwich today. It's a sandwich in a coffee shop with duck meat on it. A lot of cheese. I put it in a microwave the cheese melts and the bread kind of melts too there's little slices of duck meat just tastes like chicken really I at no point in my life before 2012 maybe did I think that I'd ever eat a duck sandwich Um, dumplings, rice, and fortune cookies I guess but I never thought I'd eat a duck meat sandwich so I moved here didn't really. It's more rubbery than anything, I guess. It's like if you took uh, pork and chicken and 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 put them in a blender full of uh, full of dog shit. It's a pretty good sandwich. Not bad at all. We're supposed to go to a show last night, a friend's music show. I got there. My phone was going to die. So I went to find a battery. Couldn't find one. Went down three floors. Found one. The QR didn't work. would not give me the battery. I had this incredible sensation that I was going to throw up. I had just had a beer. It was a good beer. But it wasn't that. My legs started to get like a cold sweat. And I was like, ah shit. There's a panic attack. I haven't had a panic attack in a long time. And it's like... Panic attacks are the worst. Because you can't tell anybody. Like, once you're over the age of like 25, and that's pushing it, you're not supposed to have a panic... You're, You're definitely not supposed to tell anybody about your panic attacks anymore. I feel like panic attacks are like only second to somebody describing the dream they had last night, you know? Somebody describes to you what state of mind they were in, in the past, at a specific moment. And they weren't brandishing a knife or, or you know, in in a prison south of the border. It's, it's easily one of the most boring things you'll ever hear in your life, far and away. The only thing worse is a dream. Unless the dream is, like, explicitly funny or crazy. Like, even if it's a bit. If somebody says, hey, I had this crazy dream last night. I'm like, ugh, fine, I'm not going to listen, but I won't talk. Someone says, dude, my dream last night, there was, the... and then like if they, if, they, if they begin like that, then sure. I'm a little bit more interested than I was. But if you have to tell me that it's crazy before you tell me what it is, I already know you're overselling it. It's like a used car. Telling me that your dream was crazy last night before you tell me is like is like the used car of shit you talk about when there's nothing to talk about. Like I'd rather talk about the weather. That's useful information. I can use that to plan the rest of my day. When you tell me your dream was crazy and then explain that you were in a weird hotel in a place and your whole family was there, I uh, I immediately wish I had majored in like business or statistics in college so that I would have taken a different road in life and never met you. That's pretty much it, honestly. Um, I don't know if this is even recording. Oh, it's definitely recording. Um, So yeah, I had a poor panic attack and I just left. I had to leave, you know. I had to leave because I couldn't... Like breathe, I could breathe, but I couldn't catch my breath. It was running, okay, my it was running away from me, and I couldn't get it. And It was embarrassing, on the one hand, because if I went back upstairs, I'd just be standing outside and everybody's staring at me, which is fine when you're a kid or when you're a lot younger. It's cool to do that, to have like problems and shit. But when you're 34 and you're trying to recover from a panic attack, so you can watch somebody play music, it's like you should just. It's time to call it I feel like I'd take away from the experience for other people if I were still there I kind of feel like I do that anyway I kind of feel like like if I were a lot smaller if I were a smaller person who was 34 things would be great I hate being enormous in 34 right it's a novelty when you're young and enormous it's great and when you're old and enormous maybe even then but like you're old, so you're allowed to just kind of sit there and not do anything. But when you're 34 and you're enormous, you're always in the way. You're never not in the way, unless you're at work and you're telling, like you're yelling at somebody. I feel like in your 30s, when you're enormous, if you're not yelling at people or threatening someone's life, you are in the way of progress in general. It's the truth. I mean, I don't like it, but that's how it is. I don't think any of this is coming. There it is. Uh, what else? What else? I just—I uh, guess I complain too much. I feel like I try not to complain. If I feel like the complaining is a lot like the dreaming thing. You don't, you just don't do it. It's not polite to do that, to complain about your job too much, you know? I feel like unless your job is like the guy, middle-aged guy that has to clean the cum smell out of a house after a weekend of, you know, filming 10 different genres of porn, like that's, that's something I would want to hear about. You know, it's disgusting. It's insane. You're going to see some shit. Like you're going to be smoking multiple cigarettes while you tell me this story. That's what I'm into. That's a story. That's a story I could do. Otherwise, nah. I'm telling you, man, soda crackers... If I had soda crackers years ago, I wouldn't be this fat now. I just don't mind my job now. It's better than teaching, I guess. Because I thought, like, working in an office that wants my ideas and, like, English skills, literary skills thought that'd be like a huge uh, like breath of fresh air for me or something. Like it'd change everything. But um, no, actually I'm just not prepared for all the frustration of knowing why something is good and why it works. Why it should be a part of a thing. And having to explain why it's good to somebody who just cannot get it. And they won't let me do it. Even though the whole reason I'm there is because they can't do it. You know, it's like explaining to a grown man why two and two is four, but he's never, he's never even, the concept of math has never broached his brain. He's never even thought about it. Like talking to a man who's never done arithmetic and explaining why two and two is four. And he just, he just won't accept it. Like, that's what this is. It's really, it's really frustrating. And the guy that I'm talking about loves like old military shit. He's a Chinese guy that watches old military documentaries about, like, aircraft carriers and battleships and shit, which I know is, like, cool to say that autistic people like cool shit, but no, it's fucking boring. It's really boring, and he's really boring for liking that shit. Even in China, he's still pretty boring about it. I don't know. Like, uh, it just makes me really mad. Like, I get really upset, like, so upset. Like, the kind of upset where, like when, like, when somebody disagrees with me and I'm certain about something, it's already more difficult than I'd like to... You know, like, I don't know what to do other than, like, yell at you and make you understand that I'm right and you're wrong. And it's really difficult for me to not do that because my brain is firing, like, all of its synapses are telling me to, like, open my mouth and just scream at you that you're a fucking retard. And, I, you know, I try not to do that. I try to listen and say, okay how about like this and then find another way to explain it, you know? So we all grow. So I find a way to explain things better. And you come to terms with the fact that you're fucking wrong and that I'm fucking right. And I'm, you know, quit wasting my time. But then it goes beyond that with this guy, with this guy. It's like, I get so upset that I get physically ill. Like my stomach begins to, uh, reject the rest of my body. Like it's just so upset. Like, um, It makes me think of like when you're on one side of your house or your apartment and you hear your washing machine on the other side of your house like it gets off of the it gets out of rotation and it's fucked up and it does that thing and you're like it's just gonna it's just gonna keep it's gonna speed up and go faster and faster and faster and it's not gonna stop it's gonna break itself and you got to get up and you got to like scamper through your house to stop it and you know you're not like when it happens like the first time you're like oh god i'm not gonna make it it's gonna like bust through the wall it's gonna leave a hole in the fucking drywall that's that it's what my stomach feels like when somebody won't agree with me especially when i'm right when i'm wrong it's not so bad it's just mostly the brain stuff but when i know that i'm right and they won't listen to me um i get i can see why people get hit over nothing. I can totally see why that happens. Cuz it feels like I should be somebody doing that because I'm I'm an I'm an enormous 34-year-old man and I feel like that's my that's my role. That's what I should be doing, you know. It's like a uh, werewolf fan fiction when a werewolf is away from his mate who has been ordained, you know, like this is your woman and this is your man and if you're apart from each other you get physically ill when you don't do what you're supposed to do you get physically ill and i'm starting to think that i need to uh drop whatever i'm doing right now like uh, this thing that i post my job my relationships all of my responsibilities just drop them uh move to another city in china or just another city anywhere in the world, and just start learning like boxing, just boxing, just fisticuffs, you know, like not like Muay Thai or like you know anything fancy. Just 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 a way to get in and do some damage because I feel like I can like I can take a lot of damage. I can handle some bumps and bruises, but uh, yeah, that just sounds so refreshing. Like on a day like today, when somebody's not listening to me, explain why something's right it my mind starts to do that thing where it fires off but then like in another part of my mind there's this image of a place in time where all of my problems are fixed by like picking somebody up by their shirt collar and just hitting them in the nose and like it just feels so right and then i did the right thing which is great like i'm praised for it i'm paid for it i don't even necessarily like it but it feels natural then i go home and This all plays out like a movie in the back of my mind as I'm getting angry about the guy who's trying to relate everything I'm saying to World War II documentaries in a language he barely understands. And that's why I'm doing this now. Um, These soda crackers are really, I can't say enough. Ah. today's sponsor they were sponsored by NFC NFC juice not from concentrate it's 100% juice um, this particular flavor is two apples nope two and a half apples and half a banana now apple and banana juice yeah a picture of two whole apples a picture of half an apple and a picture of half a banana some Chinese stuff. Anytime something has Chinese on it or or the label is a majority Chinese, I don't believe anything it says. I can't read most of what it says, sure, but I wouldn't believe it. No. I just can't. I have a beautiful culture and history. It's all long gone. I can't. I can't do it. I try. <laughs> I try so hot. I try harder than a Akon song. So I don't think. Uh, man, how long is this? I'm not doing this every day. Yeah, we are. Uh, I don't. What's left? I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't know that COVID nineteen is real. I don't. And I know, like, it's not like a. It's, it's not the hottest take to have right now. I know that a lot of people don't believe it's real. Uh, a lot of those people are fucking idiots. So. Not the best company, but, uh, I just, I want to know so bad if it's real, but I feel like every day I'm getting further away from wanting to know if it's bad, like i or if it's real, like I know that it's bad. I feel like the desire to know that it, that it's real is so pure and innocent and what I should be wanting, but I'm getting away from that. I'm sliding away and I can't claw myself back up and I'm sliding into a more real thing, like an even more thick reality of understanding that everything is just bullshit. Like nobody knows what's happening. Nobody. Um. Like as a kid, I was always really afraid of dying and going to hell. And I assumed that everybody older than me in church was certain that they were going to, that they were doing everything right. And that they had no worries at all because they knew that in the end, at least they were going to get to go to heaven. Maybe they'll never get laid. Maybe they'll never uh, have the job they want or the car they want. Maybe they'll never get out of that town. Maybe they'll never, you know, do any number of things that anybody with any amount of balls and common sense could do. But at least they're going to go to heaven. And I didn't even have that. You know, I was terrified of doing all the other stuff, too. But also on top of that, I was terrified that no matter what I did in the course of trying to do the right thing, I would always do a 100 wrong things and end up folding over myself in sin in <laughs> sin. And then I would just go to hell. And then uh, when I moved away from home, not that home itself was the problem, but just, you know, the culture in general of the place i'm from got away from it and just stopped going to church the guilt lasted a very long time but it was a lot easier to shake some of the stuff i don't want to call it programming that seems too on the nose it seems a little too uh, gay but you know once all of the all of the all of the habits were shaken off and i didn't feel like i had to do anything to please anybody at church then it was just guilt and the guilt i learned you could you know through beginning to drink a lot you could just numb yourself to that pretty much and then you find like-minded people who either went through the same thing or grew up around people that did that thing and knew better quote-unquote knew better because at that point you're like what 18 19 20 nobody knows better but some people know a little bit more than others And I feel like a lot of those people don't ever get to know any more than that. But in that moment, it's perfect. So you end up just trying to bury that guilt instead of dealing with it. And you deal with it a lot later through the course of failed relationships, uh, learning how to take care of yourself, realizing nobody cares about you, blah, blah, blah. And eventually you come to this, realization that nobody knows what's going on and when something as big as uh COVID happens it kind of hammers it home because there's no one source of information there's no actual given there's no every like there's the cdc which i guess is i mean all of their they don't know anything all they're telling people to do is you should probably wear a mask and you should stay away from other people. But there's no real information. Like there was the world health organization, which I thought forever was like the de facto organization on health. Cause you can't, cause you know, it's the world. And then you find out that they're funded mostly through China or something. And they don't recognize certain territories as countries. And you know, and you're like, Oh, Oh, wait a minute. So everything, everything is, funded by something else because nothing is free and nothing is done for the good of the actual people that have to suffer. Oh, okay. So nobody knows anything, right? So nobody knows anything, uh, which this actually really helps me deal with the military guy at my job about writing shit for video games. Um, you know, I, I feel like if you're ever in a situation where you don't think the person, like, like someone is trying to convince you of something and you think they don't know what they're talking about, that means they don't know what they're talking about. They have no idea. That person woke up, you know, they, they, uh, they slept with their contacts in, they go to the bathroom, they try to take a shit before they get ready for work. They can't because their diet is horrible. You know, they they put their pants on, they get in their car, they forget where it came from. They don't know, you know, they bought it at some point or somebody gave it to them forever ago. They don't know how it works. They don't know what those lights are that have been blinking for two years. They get there, they show up, they clock in 30 minutes early for the past two years. That's when you know you've given up is when you get to work 30 minutes early for two years straight. That's it. Unless you're over the age of 50. You should not be getting to work 30 minutes early ever at all. That's ridiculous. I do that all the time now. If, it's been two weeks, and I was really excited about this job. But anyway, that person does not know what they're talking about. And everything that they go through in the morning is worse not worse, not go through. every. Their whole r- routine in the morning is, is worse than your routine. And they're trying to tell you that, you know, orange futures are up and uh, petroleum is down. And they don't even know what what those words mean. I don't know what those words mean. Um, I gave up on this one about five minutes ago. Oh, 20 minutes. I'm sure this was a blast to listen to. All right, well, see you later.